before your presence, O Holy Lord. We acknowledge that you have saved us and redeemed us by your precious blood. Such love has been poured out upon us. And we desire to pour out our hearts in love back to you in worship. And even as we study your word, we pray that we might see something more of our precious Lord. We thank you for this time we have together. And we commit it into your hand. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. All of you know we have been speaking on a theme for more than a year. It comes from David's Psalm 27. One thing have I desired of the Lord. Uh, that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord. So we've taken this little phrase and various brothers for more than a year have been sharing on beholding the beauty of the Lord. If you've been able to hear the messages, there's been many, many ways we can see the beauty of the Lord. This morning we want to look at one of the most precious things of our Lord. But it's also one of the most difficult things for us to look at. This morning we want to look at the beauty of His holiness. He is a holy Lord, most holy Lord. And this we pray we might be able to see this morning. We want to begin by looking at a few scriptures in the Old Testament. These all speak of our Holy Lord. We begin with our main verses in Isaiah chapter 6. But for now we'll just read two verses, verse 2 and 3. Seraphim were standing above him. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew. And one called out to the other and said, Holy, holy, holy is Jehovah of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And then later in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 25 and 6, the Lord speaks himself of his holiness. 
在第二十五节那里，主自己说 ，Verse twenty-five: To whom then will you liken me that I would be his equal? Says the Holy One. 四十章第二十五节，那圣者说：“你们将谁比我，叫他与我相等呢 ？”Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these stars. The one who leads forth their host by number, he calls them all by name. 你们向上举目，看谁创造这万象，按数目领出，他一一称其名。Then we go back to Exodus in chapter 15. 我们再翻回啊， uh, 出埃及记十五章。And verse 11, within the wonderful song of Moses, after he, God delivered them through the Red Sea. 在那里，摩西唱诗歌说：“啊、uh, ，因着耶和华领他们过红海。” We often sing this song. 我们常常唱这首诗歌。Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness? 出埃及记十五章十一节，耶和华众神之中，谁能像你？谁能像你一样至圣至荣，可颂可畏，施行其事？ Then we'll turn to First Samuel chapter two. 我们再翻到撒母耳上第二章 And Hannah's song. 在哈呃哈拿的诗歌 In verse two, 第二节 There is none holy like Jehovah. There is no one beside you. There is no rock like our God. 撒母耳记上第二章第二节，只有耶和华为圣，除他以外没有可比的，也没有磐石像我们的神。And then finally from Psalm 29, an exhortation of David for us to worship. 我们再翻到诗篇二十九篇，在大卫颂赞的诗篇中。Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. 诗篇二十九篇，神的众子啊，你们要将荣耀、能力归给耶和华，归给耶和华，要将耶和华的名所当得的荣耀归给他，以圣洁的装饰敬拜耶和华。Now this morning we want to talk about beholding the beauty of the Holy One. 所以今天早晨我们愿意来分享看到那圣洁者的美丽。For those of you who are following with us in our Bible study of Isaiah, 啊，那些与我们一同查考以赛亚书的 ，you will know that this is Isaiah's favorite name to call God. 你们就知道说，这是以赛亚他最喜欢的用来称呼神的名字。Because of the vision he saw in Isaiah chapter six, 因着他在第六章中所看到的意象 ，he calls God by one name. 他用这一个名称来称呼神。In English, we say the Holy One. 在英文就呃原就是说那圣者。But in Hebrew, there's no the and there's no one. 但是在希伯来原文中没有说那也没有说者。His name is holy. 他的名就是称为圣洁。It's the Hebrew word kadosh. 那个希伯来文 kadosh. Because he heard the seraphim saying kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. 因为他听到撒拉他听到撒拉福在那里说 kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Now, if we are going to behold the beauty of the holy, so if we are going to behold the beauty of the holy, this becomes a challenge for us. This is a challenge for us. 
Now many of us love to look at our God of grace. We look into the face of Jesus and we see the grace of God. And we also love to look at the righteous God. For by the offering of Jesus, God has made us righteous and we love his righteousness. And then John, then John the Apostle reveals to us, God is love. I think every time we come to the table, we see the God of love. But the Holy One is more difficult. You remember when those seraphs flew around the throne of God and said, Holy, Holy, Holy. When Isaiah saw that, he fell to the ground and, and said, Woe is me! That's what happens when we behold Kadosh, the Holy. You can remember throughout the Old Testament, whenever God came down, and revealed his holiness, the people fell to the ground. You remember how the children of Israel were so afraid of the Holy One when he came down on Mount Sinai. And basically they say, we are afraid of the Holy God. You talk to him, Moses, we'll listen to you. But this was just not an Old Testament experience. We know the Apostle John, when he saw the Holy Jesus at the beginning of the book of Revelation. He fell down as a dead man. Now why is it? When we see the Holy One, why is fear come up? Is it easy to see? It's a valid reason for our fear. When the Holy One comes near, sin and impurity is immediately exposed. There's a famous theologian, Christian, he was named Rudolf Otto, German. I, I like Germans. Rudolf Otto. But he wrote a very, very famous book. It's called The Idea of the Holy. And this is what he said. Looking around at the religions of the whole world, including Christianity, he says that throughout the world, at some time, every man and woman can have an experience of the holy. And 
How do we know that they had such an experience? He says, because a great mystery uh, enfolds that person. He has official title for this. He calls Mysterium Tremendum. Which means tremendous mystery. What is the mystery? On the one hand, when we see the holy, we shrink away and are afraid. But at the same time, when we see his holiness, we are hopelessly attracted to him. And we feel this both at the same time. On the one hand, we want to run away. On the other hand, we want to run to him. Now, Rudolf Otto says this is the basis of all the world's religions. Ever since man fell, he cannot see God. But he still instinctively senses at that some time when God comes down holy. 但是他们的心中还是有那样的直觉，能知道有时候神他的圣洁降临。So many people around the world offer sacrifices to try to make peace with this God because they fear Him.因为所以这世上许多的人，他们在那不断的献上各种的祭物，因为在他们的心中恐惧神。And when we truly see the holy，但是当我们真正看到那圣洁的那一位的时候，If you are not afraid，如果你不惧怕的话。You have not seen the holy. That's who he is. Everything he does, faithfulness, mercy comes out of love. God is righteous. That's what the Bible says. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And the fourth, God is holy. And when we meet this God, and when we see His hope, it's the strangest experience. Many times, Christians, suddenly the Holy One comes down, and Christians fall on the ground. We pray for revival. What is revival? Revival is when the heavens open and people see the holiness of God and they repent of their sins. We're going to preach the gospel for Thanksgiving. What is the mystery of the gospel? On the one hand, it speaks about the holiness of God. As Jesus told in John chapter 
The Holy Spirit comes near somebody. And he convicts them of sin, of righteousness, of judgment. We call it somebody under conviction. But what they're, what they're really hearing is about a holy God. But at the same time, they hear about the Savior. And they retracted to come to the cross. Isn't that unusual? So when we have a gospel meeting, and the presence of the Lord is here, He's here in holiness, righteousness, love, light. You give an invitation, somebody's heart starts going boom, 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 boom. The Holy God is near. Now, holiness is a requirement for Christians. Many Christians get saved by grace, but their lives are unholy. And Hebrews chapter 12 says, We must pursue holiness without which no man can see the Lord. Do you want to see the Holy Lord? Then we must pursue holiness. You see, there's something in the Christian has this responsibility. Now it's interesting that sinners try to define holiness. But they never met the Lord. So they don't really know what holy is. Why is that? Because the definition of holiness is God. He is holy. If you don't know him, you don't know what holy is. But the world thinks it knows what holy is. Now how does the world, how do your friends who aren't Christians, how do they define holy? Well, they are partially right. Because they say that holiness is when somebody is pure. When somebody is perfect. This is partly holy. But because they don't know the Holy One. Do you notice when most people talk about holy in the world, they speak of it negatively. They say, oh, there's Abraham. Oh, he's such a holy kid. They mean he's such a goody goody. He's so self-righteous. He's such a hypocrite. He, he thinks he's holier than me. See, that's what the world thinks. They don't like holy people. So they always look down on you. It's because they don't know what holiness really is. Holiness is God alone. We already read, God alone is holy. And so the world cannot understand. 
So the world doesn't like holiness. Religious people don't like holiness. Now, why do people burn paper houses and cars? Well, they're sacrificing the God. So that they can stay away from him, and he stays away from us. Now we can make lots more money. Right? Yes, but uh, real sanctification. When we worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, we have discovered His most beautiful aspect. In the Bible, holiness is the most beautiful characteristic of anyone. Now, whenever God takes a piece a piece of his creation, a person, the trees, what's his purpose? He wants to make them holy. And one day, the whole earth will be made holy. In the book of Revelation, we see those trees that bear fruit. I think many Chinese brothers and sisters will live around those fruit trees. But actually our Brazilian friends will have the most fruit. Now those are holy trees. One day everything will be holy. But right now, we live in a process where God is making us holy. Now I want to look at four basic lessons we learn as the Old Testament defines holy to us. And then we'll see Isaiah experiencing Kadosh. The word holy in its verb and noun forms is actually used 995 times in the Bible. Almost a thousand times. Which book you think speaks holy, holy, holy the most? Of course, Leviticus 100 times. Second, Isaiah 62 times. Every time he talks to God, he usually calls him Kadosh. Now let's learn something from the, the first thing we want to learn. God gave the children of Israel pictures that 
show them what holiness means. Do you know what the first reference to holy is in the Bible? The very first reference is Genesis chapter 2 and verse 6. And God says, And he made the Sabbath day holy. That's the first mention. And so Adam knew. Well, this Sabbath is holy. He understood. Well, it's a special day. It's a day where we say God has done all the work. It's a day where we must rest. So just the sense, Sabbath day is holy day. It's different from other days. Now second time holiness is mentioned. Exodus chapter 3. When Moses is standing on holy ground. And Moses understood what is holy ground. It's any place where God shows up. This bush is now a holy bush. Because God is there. Take off your shoes. This is holy ground. But the picture, when God brought the nation of Israel out of Egypt and brought them to Mount Sinai, 但是另外一幅图画就是当神领以色列百姓出埃及来到西乃山。And here is where for the first time God pictured holiness for the people. 他第一次给了他的百姓这幅圣洁的图画。As a nation, they saw something of holiness. 一个国家,他们,以一个国家,他们看到有关圣洁的事。Now he took a mountain. 他拣选了一座山。And he made it holy. You know, they went out to the area of Mount Sinai. God says, Now I'm going to make this mountain my mountain. Here's how I do it. Threefold process. Threefold process. Number one. I circumscribe the mountain. That is, I separate the mountain from the other mountains. Now, you know, Mount Sinai is actually in a range of a number of little mountains. But this mountain is now different. It's separated. Don't go up there. Don't let your animals go up there. This is now separate to me. Then picture number two. He came down on the mountain with fire. And this this fire is a picture of holiness. Because holiness is a fire that purifies. And then what's the third thing he did? Because this is what he has to do in our lives. You and I are like little mountains. Now, you know, 
My wife and I, we have a a place to stay out in the Pocono Mountains. Now we 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 like the mountains. But people who live out in the Rocky Mountains, they say this is no mountains, it's little hills. But maybe you're just a little hill. God's gonna make you holy. So he separates you. Holy Spirit comes down with fire to purify, sanctify. What's the third reason? We cannot forget the third reason. The third reason, he came down and possessed that mountain. He came down to dwell on that mountain. He says, This is my mountain. And they call Mount Sinai God's mountain. Maybe used to be Mount Moriah. Now, no, no, no. Mount Sinai. God's mountain. And you see, God did the same thing. When he built the tabernacle you can see the principle there when he built the temple when he sanctified the priests separate purify anoint this is holy this is our picture the second thing we learn from the Old Testament is the strange quality of holiness. The beauty of holiness is often hidden to the naked eye. Now there's a little phrase that we read in Psalm 29. It says, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Now, you know, we have too many English translations. I think, I think uh, the Mandarin, you're lucky. Maybe one translation, maybe two. Huh? We have English translations, and many translations, they translate beauty of holiness three different ways. <laughs> Some translators say it talks about God. In other words, worship the beauty of God in His holiness. In other words, God is holy. Worship Him. Ah, that's very wonderful. But then other English translations say it's talking about how we should worship. We should worship in the beauty of holiness. And so in English they translate worship the Lord in holy array. And what are they thinking about? They're thinking about the clothes the priest wears. He has this beautiful multi-stitched garment with all kinds of stones and precious things on it. All kinds of jewels, a hat. 
that says Kadosh Yehovah. In other words, do not try to worship the Lord in your own flesh. We need to be covered by the righteousness of Jesus before we can worship our God. Jesus is our raiment. That's a good translation. A third translation of this phrase is talking about the place. When it says worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, it's talking about the holiness of the tabernacle. Where should you worship the Lord? In his tabernacle. Even the David prayed that I may dwell in the house of the Lord to behold. Well, I'm not going to ask you which one of those you want to choose. But just taking that third example, worshiping the Lord in the tabernacle, there we see a beautiful thing. We see the tabernacle hides the holiness. How many of you have been out to Lancaster uh, to that uh, tabernacle reconstruction? Uh, so you look outside and it's just old badger skin outside, nothing pretty. Now the tabernacle is a picture of the beauty of holiness. But you see, first you see the, the brass altar for sacrifices and the brass labor for sanctification, washing your hands. You know, without the cross, we can't go into the holy place. Without the water of sanctification, we can't enter the holy place. But what happens when you enter the holy place? Everything is gold. It's beautiful. The furniture is beautiful. Everything inside the holy place is beautiful. And then, the holy of holies. Even more beautiful. Gold, glory. See a picture of holiness. That's so important to understand this. That holiness is often hidden. Now you understand what Peter means. When he tells the sisters, Spending too much time getting manicure, pedicure. Too much time getting cosmetic treatments. What does God think is beautiful? Holy women. With the hidden beauty of the heart. Is he God looks past our our badger skin? You know, the world is all about the badger skin. Everybody wants to look like Hollywood. 
好像每个人都愿意长得像好好莱坞的明星，要像那些模特一样。Too many young、uh, teenage girls， 许多年轻的女孩子们 ，even suicidal， 甚至他们自杀了 ，because they're not beautiful， 因为他们。觉得自己不不美丽。They don't meet, they don't meet the,、uh, tweet, the tweet standard, the Twitter standard. 他们没有能够，他们觉得自己没有达到这些社交媒体关于美丽的电标准。You take your picture for Instagram, but you touch it up. 啊，你拿了一幅照片，为了这个社交网站，然后你就开始在那一直调整这幅照片。The world is full of smoke and mirrors to try to make us look beautiful on the outside. 这个世界上这些很多的工具，好像那些魔镜一样，要让我们看得自己看得美丽一点。The Proverbs 31:30 says, "Charm is deceitful, beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised." Um, 但是在啊，箴、uh, 言最最三十一章那里说，嗯，啊 ，which verse? Uh, 31:30. Uh, oh, thirty. Ah, 艳丽是虚假的，美容是虚浮的，唯敬畏耶和华的妇女必得称赞。All right. So that's the second lesson. The third lesson. 这是第二点，第三点。God tells us in His Word. 神在他的话语中告诉我们 that His preference, His absolute preference, is for that which is holy. 他所看重的就是那圣洁。He loves that which is holy. 他爱那些圣洁的。He sees as beautiful that which is holy. 他看那些圣洁的为美丽。I list eight things. 我提我要列出八点。Our brother will not be able to keep up. <laughs> First, the God loves holy worship. 神爱圣洁的敬拜。Psalm 29. 是诗篇二十九篇。Two, God loves holy Zion. 神爱圣洁的西安。Psalm 52. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shown forth. 是在诗篇五十二篇讲到圣洁的西安。We look at New York City, say beautiful. 因为我们有时候说啊，纽约城何等的美丽啊。Until you live there. 直到你住在呃，直到你住在这里。God looks at Zion as beautiful. 因为其实神所看为美丽的乃是西安。Number three. 第三。Last time I was here, I spoke on the beauty of gospel feet. 上一次我也分享过，就是那传福音的脚中是美丽。God loves gospel feet. 神喜欢喜爱那传福音的脚踪。Number four， 第四。Isn't that wonderful? The Psalms one sixteen, verse fifteen. 诗篇一百一十六篇。Beautiful in the sight of the Lord is the death of His godly ones. 神看啊啊，一人之死何等宝贵。We see death as such a sad departure. 我们有时候觉得我们的。啊，一些圣徒离去是何等的伤心。But God sees the death of His saints is beautiful because now He can possess them to Himself. 但是在耶和华的眼中，看圣民之死极为宝贵，因为如如今他可以得，终于得着他们。Number five， 第五。We all know Psalm 133. 我们也知道啊，诗篇一百三十三篇。How good and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. This is beautiful to God. 看那、啊、弟兄和睦同居是何等的善，何等的美，这在对于神是美丽的。God loves the oneness of the body of Christ. 神爱他身体的合一。When there's division, he is grieved. 当那里有分裂的时候，神就忧伤。Unity is beauty. 因为合一是美丽的。Number six. 第六
First Peter 1 Peter 1.7 uh, Genuine faith is beautiful to God. 彼得前书第一章第七节，啊，就是那真实的信心是美丽的。Number seven，第七，Jesus the high priest is beautiful to God。耶稣做我们的大祭司，对于神是美丽的。Listen what the writer says in Hebrews seven twenty-six。在希伯来书中，For such a high priest was fitting for us who is holy, harmless. Undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens. Which verse? 726. God loves his son. He's holy. God says, He's so beautiful. I put him higher than the heavens. Uh, number eight. 第八, First Peter one nineteen. The precious blood of Jesus is beautiful. Now you see, this is what's beautiful to God. So here is the purpose of God. What is God's purpose? He takes us. 他把我们, we are sinners. 他, 我们罪人, As our brother Jason said this morning, we were imperfect. He saves us and separates us. 他拯救我们, and as soon as we're saved, what does he call us? Well, in the uh, in English we say he calls us saints. That's holy ones. These are my holy ones. I separate. I sanctify. Why? He wants to possess you. He wants you to have the fullness of the Godhead. You are His. He is yours. One day all creation will be holy. And how do we know when something's holy? Glory breaks out. When God sees something holy, glory breaks out. So yeah, the third lesson there is by knowing what God loves and thinks is beautiful. 第三点就是我们之前讲到第三点就是我们通过知道神所以为美丽的事物我们就知道什么是圣洁的。And the fourth lesson that Leviticus teaches us as it speaks of holy a hundred times。第四点就是在立位记里面讲到这里提到了圣洁一百次。The lesson is this。这里的功课乃是。Holiness was defined for the people by its opposite。就是通过他百姓。now we know the opposite of love is hate. 比如说我们知道爱的对立面就是恨。The opposite of righteousness is sinfulness. 
所以圣洁的对立面其实乃是就是普遍的。So in Leviticus 10:10，所以利未记第十章第十节，As Moses speaks to the priests，摩西对祭司说，He tells them of all the sacrifices, of all the rituals, of all of the things in Leviticus。他对那些祭司们讲到了所有一切关于祭司的祭司们的的规章。I want you to teach the children to make a distinction between the holy and the common。然后他这里说，你们要对世世代代的人说这个，就是你们要分别出来，就是不熟的，你们要从熟的分别出来。And that's what the Holy Spirit's doing in our lives now.这就是圣灵如今在我们当中所做的工作。He wants to renew our mind. You know Romans chapter 12. Be renewed in your mind. There's an old English translation that says, Don't let the world put you into its mold. You are different. Your attitudes are different. Your actions are different. You are now holy. So, when we see this, now we're getting to have an idea of what holy means. Now let's look at those two illustrations that we read earlier. Of when God speaks. The first was to the nation in Exodus chapter 15 verse 11. There they were standing at the Red Sea. They were standing at the Red Sea. God had given them the victory over Egypt. The chariots were going in the water they could see and there was no more army. I don't know do the children sing in Sunday school anymore. I will sing unto the Lord for He has triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider thrown into the sea. That's a part of that song. But comes to the middle of the song and he sings, Who is like unto thee, O Lord among the gods? Who is like unto thee, perfect in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Who is like unto thee? They were seeing God. 但是这首诗歌来到中间十一节这里就说，众神之中谁能像你？谁能像你一样至圣至荣，可颂可畏，施行奇事？Who is like you among the gods? 众神之中谁能像你？How could gods? Could, could the Egyptian gods stand against Jehovah? He is among the gods. There's none many like him. Majestic and holy. Now, what does that mean? Now, this is Moses' song. Or if you like women, it's Miriam's song. Well, they were brother and sister, so it's okay. But here's what they said. You see, Moses saw the ways of God. Now the children of Israel just saw the acts. 
然后以利那位祭司就在那里预言说明年你就会有孩子 there is none holy like the Lord. 他说,除他以外,没有可比的,只有耶和华为圣。There is no one besides you. There is no rock like my God. 也没有神,也没有磐石像我们的神。The way he answered,神他答应了我,他的祷告。timing was perfect.神的时间是完全的。The gift of Samuel was perfect.神给的这个礼物就是萨母尔是完全的。When God moves, there is nobody like him. I wanted children. It was just my desire. I had no foundation. Then I found the foundation in the rock of God. And I stood by faith and God gave me a son. Do you see? These people are in the presence. Now I would like you, if you have a Bible, to turn back to Isaiah chapter 6. Because we just want to look at Isaiah when he saw the Holy. This, in fact, is the highest revelation in the Old Testament of the Holy One. Now let's read uh, the first four verses. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. 
当乌西亚王崩的那年，我见主坐在高高的宝座上，他的衣裳垂下，遮满圣殿。Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew. 其上有撒拉弗势力，各有六个翅膀，用两个翅膀遮脸，两个翅膀遮脚，两个翅膀飞翔。And one cried to another and said, "Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh, Yahweh, Sabaoth." Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. 彼此呼喊说,圣哉,圣哉,圣哉,万军之耶和华,他的龙光充满全地。And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, the house was filled with smoke. 因呼喊者的声音,门槛的根基震动,电充满了烟云。Now when King Uzziah died, Isaiah was burdened and went to the temple. 当乌西亚王崩的时候,以赛亚的心中就好像有重担一样,他就上到圣殿那里。He came there burdened as a young prophet. 他是一个年轻的先知。Burdened about the kingdom of Judah. 他心中就为了这个犹大王国的前途在那里忧心。Now he was in the outer court because he's not a priest. 他是一位... 他也是一位祭司,所以他可以进到殿中。But as he prayed,他在那里祷告,It's like God opened his eyes and allowed him to go and look all the way into the Holy of Holies.神就在那里开启他眼睛,他就看到殿中,知道那至圣所的图画。And what did he see?那看到什么呢? You see, when you're in the presence of the Holy,他看到当他在这圣洁的同在当中, The things of earth, Grow strangely dim. 实在像诗歌所说，这世上的景物就成为模糊。Because you see the reality behind the things of earth.因为你看到这属世的事物背后那个真实的那一个。Now in the holy of holies, we know there was a golden ark. 我们知道在至圣所当中有那啊有有金子的这个的约柜。And this was a picture of the throne of God. But as he was praying, he saw a vision of the real throne that's represented in the Holy of Holies by the Ark. Then, you know, over the Ark, there were these big gold cherubims with their wings spread out. 我们知道在约柜的上方有两个巨大的记录伯,他们的翅膀张开。But in his vision again, he saw through the picture to the spiritual reality. 但是在他的意象当中,他借着这个,他看到了真实的属灵的实际。He saw living beings flying around. This is not a gold, this is real. 他看到了活物在那里飞,知道这不只是那金子所做的这个食物,而是那属灵的实际。They were flying around. We don't know. This is the reality of the cherubim. It's the seraphim. All, all the Old Testament scholars can tell us is that seraph means burning ones. He saw something. It put fear in his heart. Because here were these holy beings. They were closest to the Lord. 
他们在神的周遭, and they had six wings. Two of the wings, they were cloud covering their eyes. Because God is too holy to look on his face. And these creatures are much more holy than you and I. And he saw the two more wings were covering their feet because in the presence of God their feet cannot be shown. 因为他们又用两个翅膀遮脚，因为在神的圣洁当中，他们不能够露出他们的脚。And then he listened，然后他就听，and he heard something，他就听到。Now in Hebrew, the holy of holies is just that holy of holy。在啊希伯来原文当中，至圣所的意思就是圣又圣。This is the place of God's presence。这是神的同在。for the Jews, it was the holiest place. Only the priests could go in. But as it were, Isaiah was allowed to go into this holy of holy. And hear the seraphim say, Now you're in the presence of the holy of holy of holy. There's a place more holier than the holy of holies. 有一处比至圣所更圣洁的地方 What is that place? 那是在哪里呢? It is God himself He is your holy of holy of holy The greatest holy 就是神他自己他是那圣灾圣灾圣灾的所在 And they saw the smoke of the incense rising up And it was like his robe that filled the temple with his glory 他就看到那香香气往上，就好像一个宝座一样。然后他看到他的衣裳垂下。You know those two great pedestals that stood in front of the holy place？我们知道在圣殿的门口有两个大柱子。These two great columns called Jachin and Boaz。啊，一个叫做亚金，一个叫做波阿斯。They shook。他在那里，两个柱子在那里震动。The two names mean steadfast and strength。那两个柱子的名字的意思，一个是。what does it mean? Kadosh is your strength. Everything Isaiah saw. But what was his reaction? What do you if you saw the Holy One, what would your reaction be? Do you know how holy he is? You know, many Christians they don't know the holiness of God. They use the Lord's name in vain. They stand up on their feet, talk to God. While I was still in college, a famous devotion book came out by a priest. The name of the book. Are you running with me, Jesus? He had all of these prayers like Jesus is some kind of buddy of his. Listen, Jesus has become a friend to you, but he's no buddy. You know, there's many people who question God. Maybe they blame God. Maybe they argue with God. You see holy God, no more argument. 
Job saw holy God. Job saw the holiness of God. And so we're not surprised we read Isaiah 6 5. This was Isaiah's reaction. And I said, Woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips, I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. 那时我说祸灾我灭亡了因为我是嘴唇不洁的人又住在嘴唇不洁的民中又因我眼见大君王万君是耶和华。Now according to the Bible, Isaiah was already a prophet during the time of Uzziah.圣经告诉我们这时候，当乌西亚王的年，在乌西亚王的年间，以赛亚已经是一位先知。And his very gift that came out of his righteousness were lips that spoke prophecy. 我们知道他也蛮有恩赐,他是能他的口说预言。But in God's holy presence, he saw his lips were unclean.但是在神的圣洁当中,他这里看到说我是嘴唇不洁的人。We don't know, maybe he was the most righteous man on the earth at that time.或许可能,其实在当时的以色列,犹大地中,可能以赛亚是最圣洁的那一位了。But before God, all he saw. Was his sinfulness. But that's not the end of the story. Why did God reveal Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh? It wasn't to destroy him, it was to sanctify him. So we read in verses 6 and 7. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken with the tongues from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away, your sin purged. 看啊,这碳沾了你的嘴,你的罪孽便除掉了,你的罪恶就赦免了。So Jesus wants to make us holy.所以耶稣要使我们成为圣洁。God came down to make Isaiah a holy prophet.神他这样显现降下,他要使以赛亚成为那圣洁的。So the burning of the coals sanctified Isaiah's.所以这里有那红碳,就是烧着的火碳要 but that's still not the end of the story. Why did God sanctify Isaiah? That Isaiah, he might send Isaiah out with a holy calling. So in verse 8, you hear God saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And Isaiah said, Here am I, send me. 我又听见主的声音说, 我可以差遣谁呢? 谁肯为我们去呢? 我说, 我在这里, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, 在, uh, 提摩太后书第二章, 
Paul was trying to impress Timothy with the holiness of his calling. Uh, and he says, The Lord has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Uh, which verse? 2 Timothy 1 9. Brothers and sisters, have you seen the Holy One? Have you seen the perfection of His beauty? On the one hand, it may frighten you. But on the other hand, it should draw you. You know, the Hebrew. The book of Hebrews was written to some Jewish Christians. And these Jewish Christians were only halfway home. Because of the Torah, they had seen the holiness of the Lord, but they had been repelled. And so the writer of Hebrews says, You must draw nigh. To this holy Lord and come to his throne of grace. Do not be afraid. He is a holy God. If you draw nigh to him, he will expose sin. The character of our life has to change. But we also draw nearer and nearer to the most beautiful one. And the more we see his holiness, the more we love him. You know, it's a strange thing when we turn to the New Testament. Throughout most of Jesus' ministry on earth, nobody called him the Holy One. They thought he was Messiah, teacher, miracle worker, teacher. The only one who called him Holy One of God were demons. Uh, the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, when Jesus goes in the synagogue, demon possessed man shouts, says, Holy One of God, I know who you are. What are you doing here? But Jesus says, I'm and the demon was cast out. But Peter eventually called him the Holy One of God. Now do you remember when it was? It's only one time. But it was very important. After Jesus fed the 5,000, he suddenly spoke to the multitude. Holy words. 
And many stopped following him. He said to his disciples, Do you also want to leave? And in John 6, 67 through 69, verse 67, it says, Jesus said to the twelve, You don't want to go away also, do you? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have believed and have come to know you are Holy One of God. Uh, and then, of course, it wasn't much later when up on the mountaintop of transfiguration they saw the Holy One. Uh, dear, dear brothers and sisters, I believe in these last days we need a vision of the Holy One. As the Lord separates us, as He sanctifies us, as He possesses us, we need to be before the Holy One. We come to behold the beauty of our holy God. The temple of God must be shaken. If we see a holy God, God always is shaking His church. Until we see none other but Jesus. Just like to the disciple of the Peter, James, and John on Mount of Transfiguration. A voice came from heaven. This is my beloved son. Listen to him only. He needs to purge our lips. As Paul calls it, make our conversation holy, not common. And we must not be afraid to come to his throne. He's a holy God. He's a loving God. What did the writer of Hebrews call his throne? The throne of mercy and grace. We come in there. Through the holy way. Brothers and sisters, young people, I want you to know this. There's nothing more beautiful to God than a holy saint. I don't care what the world is offering you. God loves his holy one. And when you live a holy life, it is pleasing to the holy God. That's when he considers you the most beautiful. With whatever you're doing, going to school, working a job, Whatever your situation, he's looking for holiness. This is more important than your job, can I say? It's more important than your schooling. Be holy unto the Lord. 
We want to behold the beauty of the Holy One. Let's pray. The angel said, Holy, holy, holy. You are the most holy. And we are nothing in your sight. Even as we speak, we ask you to cleanse our words by your precious blood. You are holy God. Who can stand before thee? But by your love you have desired that we draw near to the fire of the Holy One. And that we live in this world as a holy child of God. We pray not only when we worship we can see the Holy God. We pray we can see Him in our children. In our families. Oh, Holy One. Jesus, you are the Holy One. To whom else can we go? You alone have the words of life that we need. Oh, Holy One. Oh, Have mercy upon us. Mercy upon us. For Jesus' sake. In the Yeshu Amen. Amen.